It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome back, folks. We're going to talk about child labor allegations, Kushner's criticism of Sessions, and the Alabama connection to Ric Flair's final match. My name's Gordon Soley, or at least Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. Allegations of child labor at an automaker's parts supplier in Alabama has led to a class action lawsuit, reports AL.com's William Thornton. Reuters first reported the allegations a couple weeks ago that children as young as 12 have been recently employed at Smart Alabama in Luverne. Smart has been a parts supplier for the Hyundai plant in Montgomery for almost 20 years. Hyundai and Smart have both denied the allegations. However, a class action lawsuit was filed in California's Central District on behalf of current and former owners and lessees of Hyundai vehicles. The woman filing the suit claims she wouldn't have bought her vehicle if she'd have known child labor played a role in its creation. Now, in Alabama, workers in a manufacturing environment have to be at least 16 years old. Both the U.S. and the Alabama Labor Departments are investigating. Donald Trump's son-in-law and advisor has a book out that has another line of criticism aimed at former Trump Attorney General Jeff Sessions, reports AL.com's Dennis Pillion. Jared Kushner's book, Breaking History, a White House memoir, claims that Sessions tried to sabotage criminal justice sentencing reform by trying to put poison pill changes into the legislation. The claims are that Sessions wasn't on board with the First Step Act and wanted to change it enough so that Trump and some others might not support it. In an excerpt acquired by CNN, Kushner writes, Finally, Sessions turned to me and in his southern drawl declared, Jared, it's very simple. If the boy does the crime, you've got to lock him up. He went on to write, quote, From that point forward, I realized he would try to subvert us at every single turn, making a nearly impossible task even harder. Now, of course, Sessions and the former president have a less than warm relationship. After Sessions recused himself from investigating the Trump 2016 campaign, the former president attacked him repeatedly in the press until finally firing him in 2018. Sessions, who was a former senator from Alabama, endorsed Trump during that 2016 campaign primary, helping Trump in many people's minds to cross over from novelty to serious candidate for the Republican nomination. Pro wrestling rarely makes its way into mainstream news media culture, even though maybe it ought to, but a pretty heavily promoted event was pulled off this past weekend in Nashville. It was big enough that even if you don't keep up with wrestling, you probably heard at least something about it. 
73-year-old Ric Flair competed in what was supposedly the final match in a career that goes back a half century. Now see, I just heard some of y'all wooing back into your devices. You think I can't hear that. But anyway, Flair teamed with son-in-law Andre Del Adolo against Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Flair won by getting creative with the rules, whatever they may be, and then using the figure four on Jay Lethal. He had the crimson mask on at the end, if you know, you know, and all kinds of important people were there to see it. Now, I'm not talking about politicians or actors. I'm talking about important people like Arn Anderson, Jerry Lawler, Bret Hart, The Undertaker, Tony Schiavone, even some Von Erichs were there. Now, you're wondering what in the world am I doing getting this into an Alabama podcast? Well, as AL.com's Ben Flanagan reports, the pay-per-view event was produced and promoted by Conrad Thompson, a Gunnersville native who's a mortgage guy in Huntsville. He's also become a very influential wrestling podcaster and happens to be married to Ric Flair's daughter, Megan. Thompson teamed up with David Crockett to bring back Jim Crockett Promotions to promote the show. They put Flair's final match in the Nashville Municipal Auditorium as part of the Wrestling Fan StarCast convention, which, by the way, Conrad Thompson also runs. The Nashville mayor even pronounced July 31st as Ric Flair Day. Thompson once told AL.com, quote, I'm just a wrestling fan. I'm not in the business. I make no bones about that. But we might need to get an update on that comment because if Conrad's not in the business, he's certainly all over it. Thank y'all for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Until then, stop by and see us anytime you feel like it. We'll be on the World Wide Web at AL.com. Mm-hmm.